Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Hibbert here. It's, uh, you know, Talking Tesla. Uh, it's Elon Daily part of Talking Tesla. It's uh, Tuesday, July 23rd. That's right. Tuesday, July 23rd. Can we talk about a person? Can we talk about a girl? Can we talk about a leader? Can we talk about Greta Thunberg? Or is it Thunberg? T-H-U-N-berg. So there's this young lady who is 16 now, and um, she is really mixing things up. She's Swedish, and, you know, she's born in 2003. If that doesn't make you feel old, Hello. And so, you know, she's this climate activist. We've heard about her in the past. And I just want to say, and just sort of stamp this for the record, if the world is going to change, it's because of activists. And if it's going to change in the next five or 10 years, it's because of young activists. And so keep your eye on this one. She's 16. She's been doing sit-outs at school and asking, you know, at the UN for people, the elders, us, you and I, the people that now are in charge, people in their 40s and 50s and 60s. Can you please do something about environment because you're about to hand us a world that is a disaster and kids like this are asking, are demanding action because they see the world we're about to hand them. And so to her and to people like her, I say go for it. Continue on what you are doing because uh, there's more important things than the profit and the, the quarterly results and we should be all hands on deck. And it seems to me that unfortunately, only the kids really understand that. Only people of her generation truly get it. And so to Greta, keep doing what you're doing. I don't know where she'll be in five or ten years, but I applaud her efforts right now. She's making people stop and sit up and listen. And if you ever think, if you're listening to this, as a 16-year-old, that you have no power, you have power. There is so much wrong with social media. There's so much wrong with the way the world works. But you have power. If you start a movement, you have power. I always hope that you have a movement that's good, like Greta's, but you have power. And if you want social change, go use it. Do you like EVs, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Do you think they're important? Do you think that as we move to sustainable energy, we need to move away from the gas guzzlers and the diesel cars and have the EVs? Yeah, you probably do. Well, it turns out, and this is from uh, Yahoo Finance, that there is about to be an explosion of electric vehicles in Europe. Right now, there is about 60 models. Well, that was at the end of 2018. 60 different models of EVs in the European Union. And there is going to be a total of 214 battery electric vehicles, plug-in hybrids, or fuel cells by 2021. And by 2025... 333 models. Now, that is if all of these manufacturers produce the cars that they're talking about. So this is really important news. So this is, we're going from, there was basically none five or ten years ago, to a couple, to nearly 300 models in the next sort of five-ish years, over 300 models in Europe. That's huge. That's big. That's large. And you know who we have to thank for this? And you don't want to overstate it, but you don't want to understate it. It's Tesla. Tesla did this. Elon did this. So, you know, I'm sure that Elon gets up in the mornings and sometimes thinks that he has imposter syndrome, sometimes thinks that uh, his grand plan to accelerate the entire world to renewable energy is like uh, a grand idea that who the heck is he to do that? I'm sure because he's human and we all have those thoughts. But I got to tell you, he stated it and then he did it and then he created Model S and then X and then Model 3 
and the auto industry is still reeling and people are still trying to fight him and the shorters are shorting. But I do not believe that this would have occurred this fast without Tesla. Because even though they are struggling to make a profit, what they're doing is truly remarkable. And other people are catching on. And at least in terms of how many models you're going to have in Europe, you're going to have a lot to choose from. Not everybody wants an X or an S or a 3. And increasingly, they're going to have lots and lots of choices. And that's good. I'm still going to be saying for a long time that the only real choice, the best choice, is a Tesla because of the charging network. But still, Elon, today you should get up and go, I did good. Look at all the models that are coming that are electric or mostly electric. You did that. Thank you. And sadly, if you got up this morning hoping for a big show, a large show, a grand show, the big talking Tesla show with Robert, Mel and Tom, and it wasn't there, I'm sorry. Because they said it could be there, but it's not there. And it's probably not going to be there till tomorrow or maybe the next day. Because it turns out it's a big show. It's a large show. It's a grand show. It's about a two-hour show. And it requires a little bit of editing, a little bit of mastering, and frankly, a lot of bleeping. And that can take some time. So maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day. So I apologize. You have to listen to this idiot for another day or two before the big show, before the large show, before the grand show, before the talking Tesla show with the boys gets released. I know. I have a weird way of talking. It's just, you know, it's a thing. It's a thing I do. All right. Sorry, but it's the way it is. I wonder if some of you think that that's the way I talk all the time. I'm coming to bed now. I'm walking down the hall. Here I come. I'm big. I'm huge. I'm walking. I'm walking well. I'm walking tall. I'm looking good. I'm coming to the bedroom now. Do you think my wife would put up with it? No. Do you think my family would put up with it? I, I don't think so. I've developed for talking Tesla and for Elon Daly a way of uh, speaking that is mm, perhaps annoying. But And don't get me wrong. I realize that if you did that for the entire podcast, it would be super annoying. So let's do one last thing today. Let's talk about Model Y. Now, Model Y, I am super excited about. Model Y, I think, is the perfect car for a lot of us. It is small-ish, like the Model 3. It sits up more like an SUV, although it's sort of a crossover. It's got a hatchback. It doesn't have Falcon Wing doors. And in many ways, it's, you know, kind of the perfect car for a lot of people. And that's why that Elon and others think it's going to sell at least 50%, maybe 100% more than Model 3 because of those features. And, you know, it's going to be super fast charging. It's got the 2170 cells in it, or it will have. And so it'll be really fast charging and the B3 supercharged network. It's all going to be great. And one of the things, therefore, if they can sell a million of these a year in the US and maybe half a million or a million of these a year in China, you've got to be able to build them fast. And Tesla has really got to be able to build this one at a profit. And it's not clear that they can even make Model 3 at a profit right now. So one of the ways you can do that is reduce the cabling. So there's a lot of wire harnesses that go into these cars. They're much less cars than they are computers. A lot of harnesses, a lot of wiring. And so Musk said in the past that Model S has three kilometers of wiring harness and that they brought it down to 1.5 kilometers per vehicle for Model 3. And they're trying to get it down to 100 yards or 100 meters for Model Y. And there's a pattern that just came out that I saw on Electric that they're talking about, that maybe they've done that, that they've basically found a way to significantly reduce the amount of wiring and sort of plug and play. And that's kind of a big deal. 
Because if you can do that, if you can reduce the amount of wiring, this does a number of things. It means that the car can be put together in a much more automated way. So there's upside and downside of this. There's good news and bad news, right? If you can do that part of things, which Elon has said in the past, is one of the most difficult things for robots to do. Pick up the red wire, pick up the white wire, and put it around this corner, and then shove it up there, and really requires a human to do that, because that's a hard thing for a robot to do. But if you can reduce the size of the harness substantially, simplify it substantially, and it's like, robot put this thing here, robot click that into there, robot can do that very fast. And so what this could mean, should mean, may mean, is that in wherever they build it, Fremont, probably, and in probably the Chinese Gigafactory 3, that they'll be able to put Model Y together with more robots and therefore faster and therefore theoretically with more profit. And that would be good up to a point until everybody loses their job kind of thing. But this is the the holy grail of the Model Y is that wiring harness to do it faster and shorter and better and it looks like they may have pulled it off now you have to be very careful because a lot of companies apple tesla whoever it is will put out patents and sometimes those patents have really nothing to do with the final product they're more about sort of protecting themselves from somebody else patenting something so this patent may not actually mean that much but it could mean that model y could get built really fast and i think it's important because i've said here before and i'll say it again I think Model Y is going to be the explosion when it comes to electric cars. I think they're going to sell many, many, many more than these than Model 3 because that's sitting up a little bit, that uh, hatchback, that lot of internal room, that don't have the uh, Falcon wind doors, and that cost that is significantly less than X. And if they drop a, the option of a big battery in there, kaboom, it's going to be huge. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the show is Talking Tesla. This is the Elon Daily portion of that show. And I'll talk to you tomorrow, either as a big show or as another Elon Daily. It's a mystery that nobody knows about. Until tomorrow. Have a day.